Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Mary Dixon, and this is Reset. Those are sounds from downtown Chicago Friday night. More than a 1,000 abortion rights supporters took to the streets to protest the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. The 6-3 to three ruling from the court's conservative majority puts our area in the spotlight. That's because, as the lights go out at abortion providers in as many as half of U.S. states, the procedure remains legal here in Illinois. Here's Governor J.B. Pritzker. Let me make this explicit and clear to women throughout our state, throughout the Midwest, and our nation. Illinois will be a safe haven for the exercise of your reproductive rights. In Illinois, Roe v. Wade is still the law. In Illinois, we will not go back. And here's Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. We do have, I think, a legitimate concern about what happens to the people that are coming here to seek um, services when they go back to their home state. Frankly, I'd make the argument, don't go back. Today, we examine what the end of Roe will mean for the Chicago region and for providers who work near the border with states like Missouri and Kentucky, where trigger laws banning abortion have already gone into effect. Here to weigh in is Dr. Erin King. She's the executive director of Hope Clinic in Granite City, Illinois, along the Missouri border near St. Louis. Also with us is Dr. Amy Whitaker, chief medical officer for Planned Parenthood, Illinois. After a month of being in limbo, we finally have the court's decision. How is it sitting with you this morning, Dr. King? It was uh, a really hard day yesterday. I think it was not a surprise that the decision was handed down and that the decision really eliminated the protections of Roe. But I still think that we were just left in a state of shock almost at our facility. We had a meeting. We all got together And the look on the faces of not just the staff that were there, we had patients already in our office, patients who had traveled from Missouri to have an abortion in Illinois, that when they went back home that afternoon, abortion was no longer legal in their state. Hmm. And and what about you, Dr. Whitaker? Uh, What's your reaction this morning waking up to this? Uh, I completely agree with Dr. King. This was not a surprise at all. We've known this is coming really for years. Uh, the In September, when the court let SB 8 in Texas take effect without intervening, I think it was clear that the overturn of Roe v. Wade was on the horizon. Um, the leak made us know the scope of it even more. And yet, when the news came... It was devastating. Uh, I spent the day yesterday in meetings, talking to staff, and I I think throughout the day, I saw more people cry at work than I ever have before. Um, It's it's really devastating, and people are feeling a lot of empathy for the patients who are going to be hurt by this decision. Dr. King, with your clinic in southern Illinois across the Mississippi River from St. Louis, I understand that you've gotten an influx of calls. Where are they coming from? So people 
would think that the influx of calls would be coming from Missouri because that's the state that's closest to us. But I want to be really clear that Missouri is almost non-existent in, excuse me, abortion is almost non-existent in Missouri Mm -hmm. even prior to yesterday. So the Missouri folks already know, hey, we can't really get abortions in our own state. We got to go other places where we saw the influx of calls, the, the new calls. We saw people calling from Arkansas, Oklahoma, um, uh, Tennessee, those were the three big states we saw calls from. Hmm. We went from 175 calls the day before to over 600 yesterday. And most of those calls were patients, and most of those were calls of patients looking for other places to get appointments out of their own states. And Dr. Whitaker, um, where is Planned Parenthood of Illinois? Where do you anticipate most of the new patients to be traveling from? We expect that every uh, state on the border of Illinois is going to ban or severely uh, restrict abortion. We have seen an increase in calls from Wisconsin, uh, which uh, your story reported earlier um, from Dr. King in Wisconsin, that they had to turn patients away who were in their health centers that day for an abortion. uh, so we expect to see a large increase from Wisconsin. We expect to see an increase from Indiana as well, basically from all of the states that border and beyond. Honestly, we started seeing patients from Texas within days of SB8 going into effect. Um, so we, we do expect to see an increased volume of patients from from near and far. We do have a call with a question from Annie in Wilmette. My question is, whether there is talk of or existence of bans in other states to prevent women from traveling out of state, like to Illinois, to get an abortion, and if there's talk about the legality or the constitutionality of that. Dr. Whitaker, Dr. King, do you have any insight into that? I know that um, uh, Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul has talked about making sure that the laws protect patients who travel to Illinois. I'm not a lawyer, Uh, I'm a doctor, but I do know that um, at this point, there has never been a case where you have been able to prosecute someone in one state for something that is illegal in your state, but not illegal in their state. And we do have a few examples of this, like cannabis laws, um, assisted suicide. Uh, So at this point, there there are no laws that that could successfully be executed in order to to prosecute providers in the state where abortion is still legal. That said, our legal team is definitely keeping their eyes and ears open to assess risk and to see if those if those laws do pop up and what are the implications in our state. I know one thing that our uh, WBEZ public health and politics reporter Kristen Schorsch has covered is that clinics in Illinois are working to um, expand access to abortion pills. Can can one of you speak about that a little bit? Maybe Dr. Whitaker? At Planned Parenthood of Illinois, over the past several years, we have expanded our access to medication abortion uh, pretty dramatically. We used to not have all of our health centers provide medication abortion, and now all 17 uh, health centers around the state provide medication abortion at Planned Parenthood of Illinois. Just last year, we started telehealth abortion, and just in April, we started uh, telehealth abortion where we can mail pills to patients who qualify 
to have a medication abortion without having to come into the health center. Um, so we have expanded access in that way. We expanded our gestational limit um, from several years ago, nine weeks. And then as the evidence came out that it was effective up to 11 weeks, we now provide abortion, medication abortion to 11 weeks. So we are both challenging ourselves in terms of the limits of what we can do to improve access, as well as staying up on the literature and the evidence to make sure that we are um, providing everything that is medically safe to provide. So, uh, Dr. Uh, King, in anticipation of the decision, there had been calls for Governor Pritzker to allocate more money to abortion-providing clinics and for Pritzker to allow nurse practitioners to perform abortions. Mm-hmm. Would would these be helpful to you as a provider? Yeah, I think that the you know one of the main points of those calls to action were the, the state has done so much. The legislators, the governor, has done so much to protect abortion access. But there is always more to do to make sure that patients can get to their appointments. So part of the calls were for funding for providers to assist um, patients getting to appointments. So you can't just add a bunch of appointments and add time in your schedule. Patients need help. If they are traveling further and further away, we know now that they need a significant amount of help, whether that's with travel funds, travel logistics, so getting a plane flight or getting gas for their car, getting a hotel room. Um, We also know they might need funding for their actual medical procedures, so people's insurance will not cover their procedures. And so no person who's providing abortions is charging people a lot of money, but there's supplies and and things like that that um, that the patients need to cover. And so we do know that those calls for help from the state, um, we, we're not just going to stop here. We don't just say, oh, great, everything's fine. You know, access to abortion in Illinois is perfect, and we're done now. I think there are a lot of other things we can do. So expanding um, abortion procedures to nurse practitioners would expand the number of access points for patients. And then, of course, expanding the funding and support for travel logistics um, for procedures would be enormously helpful for the patients within the state as well as the patients traveling to the state. Um, As abortion providers, I mean, Illinois is a big state. It contains a lot of people with many varying opinions and and feelings about abortion and reproductive rights. Are you concerned now with this decision coming down about the safety, uh, about your safety and the safety of your staff? And I'll start with you, Dr. Whitaker. Uh, safety is always a concern for us. So we have a really strong uh, safety team who is routinely monitoring the chatter. We have great safety protocols uh, and we have refocused or increased our focus on safety and our safety team has gone to all of our health centers to review the policies we already have in place. So we haven't had to re uh, do any policies. We have strong policies in place, but we have really focused on making sure that everybody in our health centers knows those policies and that everybody is being safe and careful, managing suspicious encounters safely. So of course, safety is a concern and we're concerned that some of the protesters who are now in other states where it's going to be illegal will come to Illinois and we will respond appropriately. And maintaining the safety of our patients and our staff is one of our absolutely number one priorities. 
We do have a question that that we'd like uh, both of you to to hear and maybe respond to. Sarah in Naperville with a question for the doctors. Hi there, Sarah. Hi. Are you comfortable talking about any of the stories of the patients who have come in to get an abortion? Because I feel like that gets, there's like this assumption that people are just being blase fair about getting abortions and they're not, you know, taking, they're not weighing it heavily. It's almost like there seems to be this belief that people just use it as like a a last resort or like I'm copping out on being a mom. When there's probably all kinds of horrific stories that play into and maybe just deeply personal stories that make people come in and get abortions where it's really hard for them to make that decision. And somehow that's just being forgotten about by the pro-life side. That seems to be so, you know, that this just must be taken away. Dr. King, Dr. Whitaker, you you care to comment? And thank you, Sarah, for checking in with that. Yeah, thank you, Sarah, for lifting up the voices of the the patients, for sure. I think I always tell people, if you could just spend 10 minutes in my job listening to patients and why they are there, I can't even go into a list of reasons that people have an abortion, but it is any reason that you could possibly think of. But I have been, I'm a physician, I work directly with the patients, I've been doing this for over 11 years being a reproductive health provider, providing abortions, I have never met a patient that just says, I'm entering into this lightly. They never just like, oh, I think today maybe I'm going to go get an abortion. These are, these are people, really smart people, who have put a lot of thought into what is best for their lives, for their family, for maybe a medical condition they have, maybe a medical condition they're, uh, they're their pregnancy has. There's just a million reasons. You can't even go to a list. I can tell you definitely stories of patients who travel blocks. They live, they live a couple blocks away from our facility at Hope Clinic in Granite City, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I can tell you stories of patients who have flown in from Dallas to see us, take the abortion pill with us, have their abortion in Illinois, and then fly back to Dallas the next day. So there's you know people coming from all over the country for all different reasons, but the main thing is that people know themselves, they know the families that they have, and they know when they can have a, a, a child and parents and when they cannot, and they make those safe decisions for themselves with their partners, with their doctors, with their communities, and there's no place for anyone else to be making those decisions for them. Dr. King, um, how can this decision, how might it affect the wait times for people at your clinic? Well, historically, we've been able to offer appointments as quickly as possible, sometimes the same day or the next day. What we're seeing so far it already since yesterday, yesterday afternoon, I checked in with our front desk staff. And for some of the appointment types that we have, we are already more than a week out for booking. Now, we're trying to add that conversation was to try to add more appointment slots in because when people need life-saving critical health care, they need it right then. They don't need it a week or two later. But the reality is we can't add just unlimited appointments. So we will see these appointment times go further and further out for sure. And Dr. Whitaker, um, we know from state data in 2020 that 10,000 people came to Illinois for an abortion. That's the latest year on record. How many more patients do you anticipate coming to Illinois now that the uh, the Dobbs decision has been made official? 
We have been anticipating a surge for a long time. We expect the surge to be about two to five times as many patients as we're currently seeing. And that represents 20 to 30,000 additional out-of-state patients every year. And one thing I really want to point out is that a lot of patients don't have the resources and opportunity to travel for an abortion. So, of course, Dr. King and I and all of uh, Planned Parenthood of Illinois and all of the independent providers in the state of Illinois are going to do everything for the patients who managed to make it to Illinois, but not everybody has the resources to make it here. Patients who are already facing these immense barriers to health care are much likely to be further harmed by restrictive state laws and outright outright bans. So black women, Latinx women, indigenous folks, disabled people, people in rural areas, young people, immigrants, low-income women who are already having difficulty making ends meet, those are the people who are really going to be most hurt by these bans and who may not be able to make it to a safe haven like Illinois. Uh, Dr. King, what do you want your patients in Illinois to know today? Right. I want patients to know in Illinois, but also across the country, that abortion is still legal in many parts of the country. There are resources available to, first of all, find an access point for you that's as close to you as possible to your community. And there are multiple organizations working to try to help you get to that appointment. Just like Dr. Whitaker said, we cannot obviously reach every single person, but getting the information to people that those resources are there are the first steps so that we can try to help the people who particularly may not have the resources or don't know how to connect with them to connect and get to these appointments, get to these access points, which we are trying really hard to build as many across the state as possible. And Dr. Whitaker, anything that you'd like to say, say either to patients locally or out of state? I agree 100% with Dr. King. I want to say that we will take care of you when you make it to Illinois and that there are resources for you to travel and to help you get hotel and uh, childcare, et cetera, that there are a lot of people working to have the backs of patients who need to travel for care and the resources are out there, please try to get them. And then when you do make it to a safe haven like Illinois, there are a lot of providers who are going to be happy to take care of you. We've been speaking with Dr. Amy Whitaker, Chief Medical Officer of Planned Parenthood of Illinois, an abortion provider in Chicago, and Dr. Aaron King, Executive Director of Hope Clinic in Granite City, Illinois. Thank you both for being with us today. That's all for today's Reset. We'll be following the future of access to abortion in the United States very closely, so stick with this podcast to get the latest. And we want to hear from you. How are you reacting to the news? What's going through your mind now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned? Leave us a message at 888-915-9945. I'm Mary Dixon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.